Hey y'all, it's K-Bird Tweets, and this is Peace, Love, and Baseball. Hello everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood Twitterverse, K-Bird Tweets. Welcome in and thank you for joining me on this, our pilot episode, if you will, of Peace, Love, and Baseball. First off, thank you so much for tuning in and checking it out. My hope for this episode is to share with you some more about me, just a little bit, um, who I am, where I'm at, the ideas and goals for this podcast. And also, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. So (laughs) we're going to learn a lot along the way, I'm sure. And, you know, it's all in good fun. No pressure. I've been meaning to do this forever and I'm ready to, to go for it. Why not? So I, like many, have gone through a lot of change and reevaluation of life over the past couple of years uh, in the crazy world, crazy times that we're living in. And while I'm not really sure about what lies ahead, both personally and professionally, there are a few things that I am sure of and that I know I really love and I love to connect with others on. So ultimately, I am hopeful to spend more time and energy on those passions, those connections, and discover new passions and ways to make connections. Now, yes, the podcast is called Peace, Love, and Baseball. But first and foremost, this podcast is about much more than just baseball. So if you're here for the baseball, awesome. And if you're not, that is equally awesome awesome. Our through line is really that there's a lot to life and there's a lot to baseball. So whether we are initially connected through health and wellness or music and theater or through our mutual love of baseball, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that and ultimately how it brings us all together. So let's dive right in. Let's get to our bullet points, shall we? Peace, love, and then baseball. I promise. Okay. Peace. For the past decade, I found myself working in the fitness industry. Um, I started out actually in management, got into being a group fitness coach, went more of the personal trainer route, and I've really done anything and everything in between. I was never a super athletic kid. Uh, my brother and sister thrived as athletes growing up. They were collegiate athletes. And honestly, I've always been kind of the butt of the joke within an athletic family. I did do gymnastics growing up, and I was super active in marching bands. Cool kids, stand up. Come on. <laughs> I marched a snare drum uh, in the drum line, which is super physical, especially considering that the drum weighed honestly half as much as I did when I was in high school. So I was also really into theater and that kept me moving too. Between gymnastics and carrying a heavy drum on my back, I have some injuries. uh, And honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm 80 years old already. So if I don't keep up with the right physical activity, that's a big motivator for me. Anyway, fitness became a big part of my life as an adult when I moved to New York City out of college. I'm originally from the cornfields of Illinois. So I moved to New York City. I joined the gym. I committed to staying active while pursuing a career in musical theater. And I first fell in love with taking Zumba classes because I'm like not really a dancer, but I love to dance. Um, And I had some orthopedic injuries. So I wanted to stay feeling good. 
And I continued to learn more about low impact forms of exercise, ended up getting pretty nerdy about it. And then it ended up becoming a way to supplement my income, blah, blah, blah. But the reason that I stuck with it is for two big reasons. One, it brings me inner peace, personal connectivity. And two, it is the way that I have found myself most able to help and bring value to others through not only the knowledge that I have collected and can translate, even more importantly, uh, but in the motivation, energy, and excitement that I can share. So from what I specifically have a background and experience in, my piece is in the fitness and wellness realm. Now, don't ditch me if you're like, fitness is not my thing. I Trust me, I am not at all what one would typically think of as like a fitfluencer or even someone you would see and think is in like really good shape. In fact, both my husband, who is also a personal trainer, and I feel like we haven't really found our place in the fitness industry because it truly does not exist in the way that we want it to and for the reasons that we're passionate about it. And I guess what I mean by that is fitness brands are more or less exactly the same and they attract the same type of consumer. So now I've worked for some pretty major fitness brands and I can respect a lot about their missions, what they're trying to do, but ultimately they all fall short of reaching the general public and they appeal to a pretty specific demographic. Over half of the population of our country are not consumers of fitness, and I say that with my little quote fingers, uh, in any way, shape, or form, and there are many, many reasons for that. I'm hoping to have conversations that help redefine, quote unquote, fitness, and I mean, who knows, maybe we can even find a different term for it. We've got to change the connotations around it and really just open up our minds to how self-care, wellness, physical activity, and all that good stuff plays into our lives, our relationships with ourselves and others too. So that will likely start out on this podcast by me sharing my experiences, tips and tricks and the knowledge that I have personally acquired, what works for me, but even more so to open up a conversation and a space for others to share, to ask questions, be interviewed and continue to learn and explore something that is really an ongoing need for us as all of us as humans, right? We're definitely going to utilize polls, take questions, requests for content, and hopefully continue to build connections that can broaden a very wide range topic. Yeah? Okay. So love. (laughs) I mentioned the whole uh, pursuing a musical theater career thing um, pretty casually earlier. So let's pull back the layer on that just a bit. Most of us can relate to having a passion or a hobby or something we just really love to do. Sometimes it is the same thing that it was when we were kids. Sometimes it's something we're just really into at the moment and it might be something different in the future. And sometimes we're eagerly searching for that thing. For me, performing is my true love. It is what I love to do more than anything, (laughs) from singing to uh, interactive comedy shows to sketch characters, uh, musical theater, singing in groups, so many different ways and outlets that performance speaks to me. It is the way that I have found to use my natural given skills to communicate and to share joy and really to be a part of something that is bigger than myself. 
Now, I've gone through different phases with my love. Uh, Growing up, it was my hobby that I just could not get enough of. I have made a career out of it. I have come to terms with all the sacrifices that come along with continuing to make a career out of it. Um, Attempting to find a way to keep the love alive when live performance literally could not even exist during the pandemic and so on. So while it has in many ways become a complicated love for me, as all love is at times, right? It will always be a huge source of my joy and really at the core of who I am. Maybe because of how deeply connected it is to the core of who I am, you know, I think that makes it even more complicated to try and make it a part of my livelihood, or at least exclusively my livelihood, right? So personally and more recently, I have prioritized things like financial stability, uh, my relationships with my husband and my family, and quite honestly, a healthy relationship with myself. So all things that would have been sacrificed in one way or another to continue the pursuit of exclusively making a living as a performer. Where am I at with it currently? Well, for one, I am trying to learn to make time for it, even if no one is listening. Are you out there? (laughs) I can sing on my own. Um, You know, I can even share a video of myself singing, send it to my parents, because I know that at least they'll love it. (laughs) Um, And hey, I can do a podcast and explore different avenues of performance, especially in a world that is evolving so rapidly in so many ways. So when I really think about it, I am overwhelmed with the many avenues of performance that I would like to explore. And I could ramble on about that alone for an hour. But the point of our love segment is this. Let's nurture the passions, hobbies, and natural abilities that we each have as individuals to help us connect, communicate, and share joy. What is something that you simply love to do? As humans, we often love to do things that we are naturally good at, right? So chances are there is something or many things that you love to do and that you bring your unique and personal abilities to. There are so many different expressions of these hobbies and skills. So maybe by talking about them and sharing them, we can find ways to make them a bigger part of our daily lives. Okay, we made it to baseball. I have been a baseball fan for as long as I can remember. It is a love that has been passed down to me for generations. My mom is from a long lineage of dedicated Cubs fans, and my dad's side, diehard St. Louis Cardinals fans. So that rivalry was always a really fun and fiery part of my upbringing in central Illinois. Uh, We lived smack dab in the middle of St. Louis and Chicago, so about 150 miles from each. We grew up taking family vacations to St. Louis, where we went to Six Flags and Cardinals games every summer. And my dad had to make sure that his kids ended up on, you know, the right side of the rivalry. So needless to say, I am a very dedicated St. Louis Cardinals fan. Ironically, I've actually lived in Chicago for a while now. That's where I am currently based. Um, And the Cubs won their 2016 World Series in my first couple years of living here. So it hasn't always been easy. In fact, uh, the first weekend that I moved here, I was 
wearing a cardinal shirt and someone sitting outside at brunch threw their toast at me. <laughs> anyway, let's leave that at that for now. But I have always been interested uh, in the mental part of sports. And while I did not play a team sport growing up, I became obsessed with learning all about the strategy and analytics of baseball uh, in my preteen years. So in the few summers before, you know, like I turned 16 and had to get a summer job, ugh, that that was it, man. That was the time those couple summers while you were like, old enough to get really into things and like start to have some fun and take advantage of more things that the world has to offer and you didn't have to work, you know, for the rest of your life. So <laughs> I, um, during, you know, those summers, I made up my own way of keeping score and I would keep score and stats for every game in this big binder. Actually, it was like back when it was Fox Sports Midwest, right? So I was doing theater. I was doing like musical theater shows constantly at this time. So I would have rehearsals or shows at night. And the next day they would replay on Fox Sports Midwest the game from the night before because most of them were night games. So I would watch the replay of, you know, because there wasn't like Twitter and Facebook and all of these social media outlets to keep me up with the play by play of the game. And I mean, of course, I wanted to watch it. So I would usually watch the games from the night before during the next day uh, while I was free and, you know, living the dream. So I even taught myself how to use like Microsoft Word and started creating like fan art and signs for the players that I really liked a lot. I would like hang them in my bedroom, print them off and, you know, tape them on my wall. I was all about it. I'm now able to look at it and recognize a lot of things about myself like as a person that draw me specifically to baseball. And I'm really interested in like connecting with other people who are like this too, because I, I am sure we will find more than a few similarities, you know? There are many things that baseball can teach us in parallels to life. I know it sounds kind of corny, but stick with me here. <laughs> I have always been a big picture person. Uh, and the baseball season is so long. You have to be in it for the big picture, right? For the long-term success. On the other hand, every day and really every at-bat is another chance at a fresh start. The game, much like life, is you know equal parts about strategy and preparation, but also knowing that anything can happen. There are so many factors and so many circumstances out of your control. I recently went to a game, a Cubs Cardinals game at Wrigley Field, and I sat next to a dad and his young son who he had brought to his first baseball game. So I had the pleasure to listen in um, as the dad explained to his son, uh, you know, a player striked out and he said, yeah, he did. He, he swung and, and missed and now he has to go sit down. But you see, he didn't cry and he didn't get mad and stomp his feet because that's the way it goes sometimes. So he's he's going to get another chance soon and he'll be ready to give it another shot. I mean, come on. Precious, priceless, amazing perspective. There was another cool experience that I had recently um, that also got me excited to speak on baseball. My new neighbors moved here from Italy a few months ago. We went to a game together so that we could help them understand what was going on, uh, maybe just start to learn the rules of the game and, you know, have a good old 
America's favorite pastime experience. <laughs> but wow, it gave me a completely renewed and refreshed perspective on just how much there is that is going on in a baseball game at every moment. Between the rules and the amount of things that can be happening in any given situation, the amount of strategy behind it, the game truly feels like it moves fast when you're really paying attention and you're evaluating everything that's going on. But you really have to be able to understand that to appreciate it. I mean, just explaining like the batter's count of how, you know, you get three strikes and you're out, but the first two can be foul balls, but the third foul ball is is never the last strike. Like you can't strike out on the last foul ball. But like, woo, that um, that's a lot to even take in. It's been so long since I've, I can't remember learning that, you know? So that's just like one small touch point of all of the things that we kind of take for granted as, you know, we're consuming every game. But I guess that's why I never understood how people can find baseball boring. It gives me so much to think about. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even touched on, and we won't today, um, on all like the different stats and both for players and teams. There are so many ways to be a fan of the game and of its players. So anyway, I figured this could be a good place to break down aspects of the game from general rules to stats, how are they figured, how are they used, and really just have a space to connect with other fans and spread the love of the game. I hate to hear that like baseball is dying and really trying to grow the game and you know, MLB is certainly taking initiatives to even uh, lower the average age of baseball fans and all all that stuff. But I have had a lot of fun over the last couple of years using Twitter co to connect with other fans. I think the game is is very much alive and well at a time where we need it and all of the parallels to life and those lessons more than ever. Everyone has a story of what the game means to them and how they came to love it too. So that's just another part of the baseball conversation that I look forward to diving into. Now, if you're a baseball fan, you know that it is a pretty special time to be a St. Louis Cardinals fan. <laughs> Not only are we celebrating the careers of some of the all-time greats of the game, like Yachty and Wayno, but we've got Albert Pujols, you know, just the greatest hitter of our generation. He's made his way home for his final season in St. Louis. And man, is he putting on a hell of a show on his way out. I mean, these players are making the kind of history that we will likely never see again in baseball and are just so meaningful and cool to the foundation of the game itself. So shout out to the team for giving me this extra push. This is something that I have been meaning to do for a while. And, and now is the time, right? You got to seize the opportunity. The Cardinals are playing red hot baseball with a team full of fan favorites. And it is truly just a blast to watch this team right now. I could go on and on. And personally, like I cannot consume enough Cardinals baseball content right now. But 
that brings me to, you know, another piece. We'll do some segments that are separate from this podcast that are specific to Cardinals baseball and baseball coverage. So as to not make this like an exclusively baseball podcast, um, if that's something that you're not into yet, keep listening though. (laughs) We'll see where it takes us. So that's it. That's it. Peace, love, and baseball. I hope that you will join me for conversations and insights that focus on ways to redefine and explore fitness and wellness. We'll share passions that nurture our individual purpose and greater connection to others in the world around us. No big deal. (laughs) And we'll talk a little baseball in between, you know? Um, I also look forward to shouting out some small businesses, content creators, organizations, and stuff like that as we get rolling. So hit me up if you have something you want to share, and let's chat. You can follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, you know it. And the weekly episode is going to be on Tuesdays. So follow at Kbird Tweets, that's B-U-R-D, at Kbird Tweets on Twitter. Um, and then we'll have additional Cardinals content eventually on YouTube. I'm at Kelsey Bird on YouTube. And at peace.love.baseball on Instagram, where we'll also start sharing some content, uh, especially as we get feedback and the show evolves. Yeah, because sometimes you just got to get it rolling. So there's something that's happening and out there, and then it can grow and evolve. Thanks again for tuning in for this pilot episode. I'll be at you again next Tuesday, and we'll dive in even deeper to peace, love, and baseball. Bye, y'all.